0: Hi, I'm Nightingale Nguyen, and this is Talking With Our Mouths Full. Today, I am at Three Coins Open Kitchen at 10140 Young Street in downtown Richmond Hill, north at Major Mackenzie, and I am joined by my co-host, Michael Chan. Hey everyone!
1: It's 2020! Woo! I say clearly now! What the heck, Nightingale?
0: 2020 LASIK Man! Oh my god. Please sponsor us! Oh
1: my god. Happy New Year, everybody! And this is, yes, our new year special! Happy New Year! And we are, yes, at the Three Points Open Kitchen Diner, which is the oldest restaurant in Richmond Hill. It's open in 1955. It has a beautiful, beautiful, iconic vintage sign outside, which was, by the way, restored in 1991 has a very very cozy you know 1950s style diner ambiance to it we have an old school table jukebox yes it's got shape of
0: my heart by the backstreet boys at our booth this is
1: amazing and this place is famous for its breakfast yes so, classic comfort food yeah. although yes you're right it does have a uh, classic diner comfort food in its menu but Nanigel what did you get today?
0: today today? Today, I got the um, Ham Benny, which is basically the um, Eggs Benedict with ham, with home cut fries, and I am joined by Benny. So basically, I drew him with um, ketchup and he'll be consumed. Oh, I also got tea and a cranberry juice.
1: Yeah, and I... You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. All righty. So, yeah, I, uh, I got coffee. Yes, you got as coffee. As well as the three eggs with bacon, which also comes with home fries. And toast, and I got brown toast. And mine, my, my eggs are over easy. And I'm gonna dig in. There Yeah.
0: So this is actually a, a favorite morning dining spot for many locals in mm-hmm. Richmond Hill, like Michael. Yes,
1: I have been coming to this diner since I moved to Richmond Hill from downtown Toronto eight years ago. Yeah,
0: this is actually mm-hmm. my first time here. So thanks really? for, in- for introducing. Well, I always pass by, but I never get the chance to go. Well. So that's why I really like doing this podcast because it just gives me a chance to actually go out and try more food and actually make more time and it's just an excuse for us to hang out and we normally just like normally when you hang out you just want to eat so
1: well yeah so since yeah. this is our new year's episode
0: drip benny mm.
1: uh, way, i cut, cut into tries. benny so his oh. eye is oh. oh yeah his eye is um it's he's open. crying it's open and he's crying tears of egg yolk, mm-hmm. mm. egg yolk. um since this is our new year's episode why don't we talk about new year's resolutions i actually have a small little history for you did you know that around 4,000 years ago the ancient babylonians may have been the first people to actually have made new year's resolutions they were also the first to hold recorded new year celebrations though their year started around mid-march instead of january because that's when their crops were planted. Thank you, History.com, for that. So yeah, New Year's resolutions. Do you make them, Nightingale?
0: I don't really make New Year's resolutions. I normally just make goals that I want to do, but I don't. I never really like start them and say, like, oh, I'm going to start them right this day. It's like, if I want to start, I will start them. That's just mm-hmm. the type of person I am, where it's like, I have really good willpower.
1: You uh, you definitely do have good willpower, considering you have to put up with me.
0: <laughs> no, that's not willpower. That's just tolerance.
1: Oh. But yeah, like, I, um, when I was younger, I admit I, I did make New Year's resolutions, and I also admit that most, no, uh, pretty much all of them never never happened because I, I found that um, I just, they were so impulsive that I never really followed through because I didn't, I wasn't committed mm-hmm. so over time yeah. I have realized that I'm more of a like a, a life goals type person I make mm-hmm. goals throughout the year yeah sometimes I do make them in January but mm-hmm. I make these goals mm-hmm. and then I, I figure out how to achieve these goals and then I go about it um, mm-hmm. one of them actually is my weight loss so I used to weigh uh, around uh, 235 pounds mm-hmm. and then back in 2017 I was like My wife's pregnant, and I don't feel really good about myself. The doctor has told me I'm in really bad shape. So I said to myself, mind you, it was in January, I said, Mm -hmm. I got to change this. I got to turn my life around. Mm -hmm. Now, I didn't make a resolution. I didn't, you know, on January 1st, I didn't say, I'm going to lose weight. Instead, I Mm -hmm. thought to myself, okay, something's got to change what is it going to be? And it took me Mm -hmm. until March to figure out, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a trainer, but I'm going to talk to different trainers to figure out, you know, who's right for me. And then I ended up getting a trainer who then not only got me fit in in the gym, but also kind of taught me how to change my my habits, Mm -hmm. how to to change my lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And that ended up being how I achieved my goal of being more fit and then I lost like 75 pounds and now I'm in the best shape of my life so that's the kind of person I am I'm more of like set goals figure out goals And then work towards achieving those goals. And I find that if these goals are realistic and not impulsive, then I find, for me at least, uh, I'm able to achieve them. Although I will say I have friends uh, who make New Year's resolutions, and that date, you know, like that January first, seems to really drive them. And that's cool too. Like it's not everybody is like
0: me, right? Yeah, it's we have nothing against people who start resolutions right on January first. It's just like I guess it's like we kind of view it differently and like we set goals differently, Mm -hmm. right? But for me, I also, I kind of see, not really resolutions, but rather I take successes as they come. Where it's like, if I achieve like some kind of personal milestone, then it's kind of like, I I don't really see it as a resolution, but I see it as like a success, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's like for example with you with your weight loss, like even if you didn't set it as like, this is a resolution goal, it's more like you reached a milestone and that's, that's still, like, accomplishing something. Oh, and by the way, guys, you should go peek his Instagram, and you will see his journey, his workout journey.
1: Yeah, my, my stuff is still there.
0: Yeah, but yeah, you'll read a ton of really great messages on there. I I spoke to a bunch of people who know you, and they're just like, yeah, Michael's inspirational, man. Oh,
1: God. But yeah, but one thing I do want to say to all of you is that, you set a goal or make a New Year's resolution and it doesn't happen or didn't happen immediately
2: don't let it get you down don't feel bad
1: about it and let you know spiral out on mm-hmm. that plot because I feel that if you set a goal you know sometimes it's going to take time for it to happen so don't let it get you down you know keep it in sight maybe set like incremental goals Mm -hmm. on the way like uh, going back to weight loss again i didn't just say i was gonna lose x amount although i you know i had an end goal that i wanted i said i was gonna lose two pounds two pounds
2: that's not a lot
1: that's achievable and then i hit that okay another two another two another two yeah
0: because it's like it's at least it's like you're farther than you were yesterday exactly right like even if you say like, oh, I'm gonna walk ten steps a day. It's like that was more than what you did yesterday, which mm-hmm. was none.
1: So yeah, like, don't let it get you down. Keep pushing forward. Celebrate the
0: successes as they come.
1: Exactly, and when you finally hit your big goal, your end goal, you'll be surprised and extremely happy, mm-hmm. and I guarantee it'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. So uh,
0: I feel like that's like with everything, time and patience.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm impatient, which which reminds me, time <laughs> impatient of our podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because uh, we started back in July. Oh, random, but um, year. I really
0: like my eggs bunny. It's very creamy. Oh yeah. hmm Yeah, I have some.
1: Yeah, I actually haven't had the eggs bunny here before. I'm more of an eggs and bacon guy. I've also had their pancake, which by the way is delicious. Mm. Oh. oh, I like that.
0: It's- the hollandaise sauce is not like salty.
1: Mmm, and it's not. Um, they didn't it's like drench heavy. it with the sauce. No, right? yeah, it's not
0: heavy. It's just
1: the right amount on there. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. No. So it, our podcast. We started it last July.
0: Yeah, we started in the summer.
1: 10, and yes, please. Thank you so much. So yes. How, how do you um? How do you feel? How do you feel about all that we've done since last July?
0: I feel good about this podcast, like, honestly, like, I love how it's always evolving and we're kind of just rolling with it because I feel like if you just keep yourself set in something, you're not gonna grow. And I feel like as we grew, the podcast grew itself, and I feel like it's just great. Um, I also like that I just get to eat and talk like I said earlier. (laughs) And I realized that I actually have a lot to say. Like normally, like I always thought like, oh, I'm not that opinionated. I don't really need to say anything, you know, Mm -hmm. keep it hush hush. And I realized like, wow, I actually do have a lot to say. How
1: many years did it take for me to learn from Etelukou?
0: Oh, you know, over 10. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I don't know, I guess I get to, what the good thing I think for both of us, we can both say is that we get to have a (laughs) great, really good space to showcase our love for the city that we live in.
1: Mm Have you tried listening to our first episode? Yeah, actually. Yeah, me too. And I, I remember, because I, I listened to it recently, I was like, oh, oh my god, that was rough. And, and compared to where we are now, I'm really, really, really proud of us. Mm-hmm. Like, I still remember that when we started all this, all we were going to do is talk about pop culture movie reviews and nerdy things and stuff like that. And now we're this kind of underground community and culture and history mm-hmm. podcast talking about diversity mm-hmm. uh, or more specifically kind of show diversity. And that, that just, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. It really does blow my mind how far we've come and how we've evolved. Like I actually had to go to our, our settings on Podbean and modify our category as <laughs> we've changed so much. Also, it's
0: really fun to like get introduced to like different places. Like I show you like all my different places, mm-hmm. which are very, very community run. and then like, And then you're showing me like a lot of like local history places. So it's that's like, because I'm old. Yeah.
2: I lived through so much nightingale. Mm-hmm. So
1: much. I've seen mm-hmm.
2: so much. The mm-hmm. world has changed around me. Mm-hmm. Everything that's old is gone. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I, I'm really amazed. I, I, I also, man, learning how to do this podcast is hard. Mm-hmm. I um, I mean, I knew going in, there would be, it, it would be, you know, an uphill climb. Mm-hmm. But I never understood or thought it would be this hard. Like, learning how to market this thing, mm-hmm. learning how to edit this thing, <laughs> That that's really rough. And changing, like, we've changed equipment over time. Mm-hmm. And we're not even a year old, and I've already, like, I, I went through two different kinds of lab mics, upgraded my software. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been editing far more differently now than I was to be, actually our first episode I didn't edit at all Mm -hmm. and we have heck we've even added new people to our our family Mm -hmm. it's it's amazing
0: Mm -hmm. also Uh, I learned to be more open about certain things Oh Yeah, because like, yeah, like you know my Instagram, like it's oh, it's very yes. inactive. So uh-huh. it's like I make I compensate by just like speaking on the podcast.
1: One thing I have noticed is that your social media presence has grown.
0: I didn't really notice that. Like I only post whenever I need to promote something, which was like in the beginning of the year when I had a play.
1: Yeah, other people have been tagging me quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I feel like as this podcast grows, so is our work. I like <laughs> to thank this podcast for contributing to our workload.
1: Well, I will say that um, prior to this podcast,
2: because I had no
1: real hosting skill, I never auditioned for any hosting anything. But mm-hmm. after I started this podcast, uh, my agent was actually able to get me an audition to host a children's science show. Nice. Now, I, I admit I didn't get it, and that's fine, but I did give it my all. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud that I even thought to audition. Mm-hmm. Right? Someone actually thought Michael Chan would be good enough to at least have a shot at hosting a show of some kind and that just uh, that was a a really big you know achievement for me last year
0: yeah this podcast has been one fulfilling experience after another Mm
1: -hmm. so where do you want to go with it
0: Mm, I just want to keep rolling with it and seeing like where we grow from here
1: well I um I definitely want to improve, especially on um, the way I talk, the way I interview. Because listening to how we conducted our interviews, I feel like I could definitely do better in terms of, I, I guess, guiding the the talking along a bit more smoothly, transitioning between, uh, I guess, between ideas and sections of an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, there's just little things here and there that I'm like, I need to improve on and I'm going to improve it Mm -hmm. in 2020. I
2: also want us, personally, want us to... I guess...
1: I don't know how yet, so this is the figuring out part. But I want us to, I guess, get bigger. I don't mean like bigger as in, like, all of a sudden we're going to explode, have a million listeners, have tons of merch, and, like, get invited to do live shows or some stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Although, that would be cool if that Mm -hmm. ever happened.
2: Yeah.
1: I just think that that where we are now, I'm happy. Mm -hmm. But I want to do more with our interview. I want to go deeper with our... I guess our introduction of places to eat. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do that. I just know I want to. I just uh, I guess the better way to put it is I want the impact that we make with this podcast to be a little greater.
0: I think I kind of want the same for our podcast, too. And also, like, I think it'd be cool to try partnering up with, like, other people.
2: Mm Like other podcasters, maybe. Other podcasts, or even like, um, I don't
0: know. I just want to like have some kind of partnership to see how that works. Like you know, collab, like a giant collaboration project.
1: Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe like, uh, since we are a community and culture, podcast, oh. like, I don't know. We recorded from T Base at mm-hmm. one point. They're like a community center. So they do a lot of events. we could maybe do something with them at some mm-hmm. point. Uh, or maybe some nonprofits. Like, you have one, don't you?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I, I don't really share. But then yep. when I do, it surprises Michael because he doesn't really know. And I'm kind of like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, thanks I,
1: I, for not I, telling you. me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for a lot of people who don't know, well, actually, no, for probably a lot of people. So I run a nonprofit organization. And it, we're, we've been two years old, so it's really cute. What's it called? Bridging the gap in motion. So the aim is to take um, youth from Toronto, primarily, and then we send them to um, third world countries. Right now, we are situated in Haiti, and we just go there to showcase like what Haiti is all about to the youth, and also at the same time, like implement an art aspect where we try to film a movie there as well. So it helps the Haitian community get them involved, and it really. Sheds a light on Haiti because it's not really like the broken country, especially with the natural disasters that have happened there. Like, there's so much rich history in Haiti, and also, like, what a lot of people don't know is like, you know, voodoo, Michael? Mm -hmm. So, people see voodoo as like a bad thing, but voodoo is such a big part in like the Haitian culture, but in North American society, we like generally see it as like a very dark thing because it's scary, but it's actually a big, prominent part of the culture. So it's just about showcasing how like maybe voodoo is actually seen as white magic in a way, like you know how the, people talk about black and white magic, so it's like, why don't we see voodoo in a more positive light? Or why can't we see Haiti in a better light because like, you know, they had so much natural disasters, but they're still living life happy, right? Mm-hmm. And even though it's nothing like us in a more privileged society, you should see how they're so happy with playing sticks and stones, whereas for us we would be bored nowadays with sticks and stones and they're just happy.
1: Well that's a that's a really good goal. A really good aim for your nonprofit. And I think it would be interesting if we partnered up with you? Yeah, our <laughs> if we partnered up with you mm-hmm. and did something as well, mm-hmm. so yeah, I guess that is uh, a potential way of making the impact of what we do uh, greater than it is now. Yeah. Awesome.
2: good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I don't really have much more to say in our New Year's special, but we do want to hear what you guys have to say. Here are some questions for you. First of all, are there any restaurants or cafes uh, that you guys would like us to recommend or recommend to us to recommend to other people?
0: Do you have any stories that you want to share with us as we'd love to have you on the podcast Mm -hmm. and also do you have any goals or New Year's resolutions as well as we'd love to hear what your goals and resolutions are
1: Mm -hmm. and if you know people who you think would like to be interviewed on the podcast also let us know we'd love to talk to honestly if we could talk to every single person in Toronto and the GTA and beyond we would yeah we really would. Uh, everyone has a story to tell. Yeah. And we would love to not only tell it, but to give the opportunity for people themselves to tell
0: it. Also, where would you like talking with our mouths to go? What direction would you like us to go? Mm-hmm. As we'd love to know where you see us in the future as well.
1: Because, yes, definitely we do love our listener feedback. Mm-hmm. We do take them to heart, and we, yes, do we do listen, and we try our best. We to, take them to
0: heart, and we cry in a corner. Yeah. <laughs> joking, joking, joking. Hello, darkness, my old friend. All right. All right. So, again, um, we are at Three Coins Open Kitchen mm-hmm. at 10,140 Young Street in downtown Richmond Hill, north of Major Mackenzie. This is a very family friendly place, so you will hear a lot of children and families. Really Mm. good comfort food at a reasonable price for families. I've already finished my meal and I have to say, Benny is gone.
1: But was he delicious? Oh, yes, he was. Mm, You monster, you.
0: Well, you ate your food.
1: Well, I mean, mine's not a person, mine's just food.
0: I will draw something on your food next time. No! And name him too.
1: (laughs) So, how can people find you on social media?
0: Y'all can find me on Instagram at knight.nuin.
1: And I am on both Twitter and Instagram as at Michael C.W. Chan. I also have a website, which is www.michaelchan.ca. For
0: work pictures and workout pictures.
1: They are not on my website. (laughs) Well, not my workout. But yes, michaelchan.ca. Have a look-see. My resume is on there. So is my demo reel. I think it's cool. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the support in 2019. We hope you will continue to listen to us in 2020 and beyond. And as always, stay, stay hungry. hungry.
0: This has been Talking With Our Mouseful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. The music by bensound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you join us on Instagram and Twitter at at TWOMFpodcast. We have a lot of bonus content like food pics, behind-the-scenes shenanigans, and more info about all the places Michael and Nightingale visit. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. A new episode comes out every two weeks. Thanks again for listening, and stay hungry.